0: Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you.
1: We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond.
0: All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 163, and it's titled, Are You Addicted to Ejaculation? And we're not just asking that question to the men but also to the women. So we are going to be talking, obviously, about ejaculation, but also about how both men and women can get addicted, one, to having an ejaculation, and two, to facilitating an ejaculation, and what that really means and why that might not be a good thing.
1: Ooh, I can't wait to dive into it. So whether you're man or women, stay tuned because you are probably going to learn some good stuff about ejaculation and new ways to take your sex life to the next level. So before we get started, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power & Mastery. Do you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed? Then check out Power & Mastery at powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training. Whether you want to have harder erections, last longer or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com.
0: By the time we finish this episode, you will want to be part of that club. I can almost guarantee it.
1: (laughs) So let's start with the problem when it comes to ejaculation. So most people, they're like, problem? Ejaculation? What are you talking about? It's great and awesome and there's nothing better in this whole world. Well, here's the thing. The problem is that men have associated orgasms and ejaculation as a combo that comes together and they use it to release tension and never learn to harness the power of their ejaculation. So the scenario usually goes as he has sex, wants to focus on the ejaculation as fast as possible, ejaculates and rolls over and falls asleep.
0: Yeah, and I would say it's not so much that they associate ejaculation and orgasm as being the same thing. They don't know that there is even a difference. It's not even like they're lumping them together going, yeah, you always do both at the same time. They don't actually know that there is a difference. They think that they're the same thing and they're not.
1: Ooh, can't wait to dive more into that. Now, when it comes to women, and I think it's a good thing that I'm the one talking about this right now, is that unfortunately for many women, they link their self-worth in their ability to make income and often they will feel like insulted or let down if he doesn't come. They make it their mission to make him come. If something doesn't function the way it usually does, the first place they go into is what's wrong with me. What did I do wrong? Um, I'm not pretty enough, he's not attracted to me, did he cheat? Like whatever crazy thoughts that goes on, um, most of the time it will be tied to their self-worth. And most women expect uh, arousal and ejaculation as the end goal.
0: Yeah, this is a crazy one. that I still shake my head going, I don't understand how they don't get it part. But, But it's a crazy one because... Yes, a lot of women tie their self-worth in the bedroom to whether or not they can make a guy come. And so a lot of them try real hard to make that happen. But then they make the guy come too soon, and then they're disappointed and not happy with the quality of their sex life. (laughs) And sometimes I just want to shake my head going, don't you get it? And here's the thing, a lot of them really don't. I mean, I had a girlfriend years ago who, you know, I was sort of priding myself on being this tantric person and I could last as long as I wanted. And the first time we had sex, I didn't last that long. It wasn't super fast, but it wasn't that long. And I felt like I was struggling the entire time to hold back my ejaculation. And so after that, we talked about it and I said, wow, that's, that was kind of weird because I was like, we're having a really hard time. And she said, oh, don't worry about it. She's like, every boyfriend I ever had, you know, comes really fast. And that's when the light bulb went off. And I went, oh, I know exactly what's happening here.
1: (laughs) So now would be a good time to explain the principle from the masculine. As a masculine, the principle is basically that the energy comes out, shoots out, no pun intended. (laughs) Actually, pun intended. (laughs) Well, for the feminine, the energy, um, she draws the energy in. Now, why is this important? It is important because when it comes to the bedroom, men in their nature will want to expose things out. So if they're not careful, they will come very quickly, and uh, that's kind of like their nature here. A woman, she draws things into, like pulls things towards her. And so if she's not aware that she does that, she will then pull on the man and by pulling, it's an energetic experience, but it's very tied to the story that Kevin just explained. And
0: very real.
1: He could feel like he had to hold down a lot while making love to her, like, because she was energetically pulling. And um, I tell a lot of my clients when we work one-on-one that if she's decided that you're coming, there's, there's nothing you can do.
0: it's actually true even if you're really really good at it if she really wants to make you come she can but isn't nature amazing right so as men we want to give things out Mm -hmm. and as women they want to take things in it's almost like it was designed that way how how interesting, how amazing.
1: Where are your sound effects given when you need them?
0: I know, you know, I need to get... I was not happy with the sound effect generator. <laughs> it was not reliable enough. And it caused me too much of a pain in, in post-editing. Uh, <laughs> So I have not been using it, but I do want to find a better one. If anybody out there has uh, any ideas of you know good sound effects that I can put directly into the board, <laughs> that would be amazing.
1: Email us directly, support <laughs> at Podcast.com. We'll be eternally grateful. Yes. Okay, back to our ejaculation, right? <laughs> the problem here is that both men and women... In a traditional way, it is all goal-oriented. It's focused on the destination. And that model of lovemaking is not sustainable in the long term because she will eventually get bored with that style of lovemaking and not feel fulfilled. And he will eventually get really tired and not be able to stand up for the occasion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we talk about this a lot on the show, that it's not about the destination of reaching an orgasm for him or for her. And then if you truly want to have mind blowing, you know,
1: out of this world,
0: out of this world, life altering sex, you've just (laughs) got to let go of that. You you just do, because that's where the magic happens is when you let go of that agenda, that goal.
1: And it's a tough one because for most people, when we work with clients and we teach couples to not so much focus on whether he comes, she comes, but more on the quality of the lovemaking, a lot of people kind of look at us about like with big deer and headlights, like eyes and are wondering. Well, if that's not the end goal, then what is? Like, why would I do that?
0: <laughs> right. And that, that's actually the question that comes up is, why, why would you want to do that? And it's hard to explain to people because the reality is you don't know what you don't know. In other words, if you've never experienced it, you have no idea what you're missing out on. So you sit there from your limited perspective and you go, why in the world would you want to do that? if you are ever lucky enough to experience it, then the light bulb goes off and you go, oh, uh, uh, oh, now I get it, right? <laughs> so what's interesting about that is that because they don't know what they don't know, they think that orgasm is the best thing that they can achieve. So of course, why wouldn't they want to do that? And hence they can come become addicted to that orgasm. And there's a couple of ways we're going to quote some David data work here in a moment, but there's a couple of ways or such, reasons why men become addicted to their ejaculation.
1: So this information comes from David Data, and if you haven't read his work, uh, he has some very controversial work on the, his book is The Way of the Superior Man, is kind of like one of the first books he wrote like 20 plus years ago, and it still is in print. You know,
0: that book, honestly, because I read it years ago, and then I went back and read it again just a few, I don't know, two years ago Mm -hmm. or something like that, um... And I have to say, that book has stood the test of time. It really has. I know given today's culture and everything they're saying about men and masculinity and, you know, non-binary this, that, and the other thing, you know, it's contrary to almost everything you're seeing out there today. But if you're really honest with yourself and you really read that book with an open mind, you'll realize it's just as relevant today as it was 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, so what he did, and so check out his work if you haven't yet. But otherwise, we'll give you here the three ways that a man can become addicted to ejaculation. So the first way is due to evolution. In short, without ejaculation, you would have no babies, no babies, you have no descendant, like your future, you can't continue the lineage and all of that. Um,
0: This is way more powerful than you realize. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, you know, Celine just kind of, flung it out there like, well, you know, evolution, because if you didn't ejaculate, you didn't have any kids. And, you know, there's probably a few people rolling their eyes going, oh, please, here we go again. But there are are whole books written by extremely well-known and well-credentialed PhDs studying human evolution and sexuality, and the drive to procreate is massive. Whether you feel it or not, it is programmed into the very DNA that makes you who you are. It is it is not something to just brush off and go, oh yeah, whatever, that's just programming stuff. Like yeah, it is programming. The deepest level of programming that exists.
1: It's very ancient stuff. Well, and some of the things too is that with evolution, there was a time when humans probably didn't have as much uh, comfort and safety and security. Of course, not everybody in the world has a lifestyle that we have here. Um, and, and poverty still exists and all of that. But let's face it, like maybe thousands of years ago, let's say you're making love and then there's a physical threat. I mean, one of the example people give all the time is like, a tiger, thats you're, you're making love and there's a tiger nearby, the first thing that happens is when there's that threat, that stress, is that your body goes ejaculation because you got to finish what you're doing and you got to be able to focus your energy on saving yourself and your family and all of that. <laughs> now, while we may not have to face tigers, uh, like animal tigers people in their daily life experience just as much, if not more, I believe actually more stress than their ancestor. And our brain doesn't know the difference between real and like imagined stress between like, by real meaning like
0: real stress, meaning the tiger's about to eat you. And the other stress meaning like, you know, you have a deadline at work or something like that. Right? Or somebody kind of cuts you
1: off while driving. Right, like an <laughs>
0: arbitrary man-made stress thing that really has nothing to do with life or death or survival at all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the, the results in the body are the same, that when there's so much stress, there's a need to release that tension. Tension in the body equals ejaculation. So this is why this is reason number one that you might be addicted to ejaculation because of your programming, because you haven't yet bypassed the need to procreate, the need to um, just be a cro Is that how you say that in English? Okay, man?
0: cro <laughs> Okay. <laughs> magnet magnon man. All right. <laughs> Number two on, on Data's list is early sexual experience. So you basically have to do it quickly before you get caught. But, you know, I'm going to add to this because, you know, we, we do think of it in terms, and this is where it starts, right? You're a young boy, you learn how to masturbate. You're like, oh, this is cool. The whole world is telling you masturbation is no good, Maybe they get slightly different messaging these days, but trust me, when I was growing up, it was like hair was going to grow on your palms. You were going to be banished to hell forever, you know, like all that kind of stuff. But you did it anyway, right? (laughs) Because you just, you couldn't not do it. The hormones were driving you. Stuff was happening.
1: Evolution was driving you, Kevin.
0: Right. So, so you did it anyway, but you had to like hide in the bathroom or someplace or worry about getting caught. So you just basically did it fast and you trained yourself to ejaculate as quickly as possible. Now, here's the thing. I think that this is also true for a lot of adult men, especially they're in a relationship. They don't, they're not being fulfilled sexually for numerous reasons. You know, they're using porn. That's often a way of training yourself to ejaculate too quick because the porn is overly stimulating. I mean, let's be honest, how many guys get through more than 10 minutes of porn before they rub one out, right? Like, not too many. Actually, the statistics show that, by the way. If you dive into the, the stats, uh, uh, like Pornhub publishes their stats. We've talked about it on the show a few times. If you dive into that, you realize they only watch for a few minutes. Why is that? Because they watch, they get super turned on, they masturbate, they ejaculate. Now they're no longer turned on, they turn it off. But the point is, is that you know whether it starts when you're a kid and or continues into adulthood, you are literally training yourself to ejaculate quickly.
1: Yeah, and the habits, you're still basically behaving like a teenager in your sexuality. So again, with coming back full circle with are you addicted to ejaculation, meaning are you still having the kind of sex you had when you started to play with your penis and discover sex? And, and if yet, yes, you haven't yet stepped into the new level of what could be achieved, which we'll talk about in a few minutes.
0: Well, so that's basically number three.
1: Well, number three is a little bit different. The third way is that most people nowadays have improper life habits. So bad diet, um, bad posture, poor breathing, uh, very lack of sleep. I mean, so many things. And what that does is that people are stressed So stressed that they become anxious, fidgety, and the only way to feel better is to rub one out at night because you like can't really sleep tossing. Like, if you know you're just going to do this, then you're going to fall asleep. And also, this lifestyle of poor diet, poor breathing, poor posture, all of that creates a lot of stress in the body and the body just can't thrive really so you just end up feeling more tense there's all these patterns and that's one of the reasons too
0: yeah so there you go according to david data those are the sort of top three reasons why men can become addicted to ejaculation you know the reality is too is ejaculation is fun it feels good and a lot of people uh, in this world are always after the sort of quick fix, right? The short-term gain. So it's really easy to be like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, masturbate for five minutes, ejaculate, and then move on with my day. As is often the case, when you only focus on the short-term gains, you miss out on the long-term gains. The long-term gains are generally significantly larger, Than the short-term gains. Larger. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Larger, stronger.
1: Just had to get there. Well, I love to... (laughs) Last longer. I do love that you brought up the whole that, yeah, ejaculation is fun and is good. And in no way do we say that... You shouldn't ejaculate. But what you need to do is to learn to practice moving the energy. Otherwise, it will accumulate in your body and cause you to feel tensed and just not as good. And we also want to address quickly because we've done a whole show on no FAP, but we want to talk about no FAP and cement retention quickly because some people then they start to understand about the ejaculation. Maybe you shouldn't ejaculate every single time. And then you'll be like, that's it. I'm never doing it. I'm going to go three years without coming on my whole life now without coming. And I'm laughing, but we've met people like this who went for years without ejaculating and were proud of that. And that's not what we uh, recommend that you do. And that could be one of the pitfalls when you go too far on one end of the spectrum, you go to the other end. And it's essential that you learn the skills of moving energy in the body and no, FAP and semen retention usually don't really focus on that.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we did talk about this on the, on the show that we did on NoFap and semen retention and all that, but I do believe at this point in my life that practicing semen retention for long periods of time is actually harmful to your prostate. We don't need to go into it here and go into the, the details of how or why you go back and listen to the previous show that we did. But I don't think that that is actually healthy for you. And I know people are going to It's probably somebody listening right now who's like, "Ah, oh, it's bullshit. Bye-bye. I know that there are people that disagree with me there, but th- there is. There is some data and science behind the buildup of toxins from not flushing the prostate and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I would say avoid no fap and semen retention. Now, you know, no fap, if you have a real problem, if you're addicted to masturbation, like, you know, you're in your 40s and you're still masturbating three times a day every day, maybe something like no fat might help you for a while to break the habit so it's not all bad but i don't think it's really i don't think it's really a way of life it's not long term it's like it's like keto diet you know the whole, everybody wants to i'm going to go on keto diet right and then like 6 months later like why am i miserable cuz keto is never designed to be a permanent diet keto is a de- is a diet designed to help you achieve a specific goal for a short period of time and then you're supposed to go back to eating like a normal human sorry for all you keto fans out there but it's true
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, why don't you uh give our listeners uh you have a special invite for all the men listening and if they want to learn how to uh, get better at their control of their ejaculation you can help them
0: That is correct, and I can help them with a great many other things. So, hey guys, do you know what makes a man great? You know, the kind of masculine man that women are irresistibly attracted to and want. Is it money, job title, his body? Is it because he's great in bed or has a big penis? He has great pickup lines. But what if you don't have those? Or maybe you only have some of them. What if you've had a string of failed relationships, are embarrassed by your bedroom skills, doubt whether you can rise to the occasion, worry about lasting long enough, or are always stuck in the friend zone, I can help you. If you are ready to make big changes and finally become the man you have always wanted to be, then this is the program for you. To find out more, please go to celineremycom forward slash go forward slash warrior. If you really want to learn any of the stuff that we talk about here, separating orgasm from uh, from ejaculation, becoming a sexual master, lasting longer, you know, how to uh, achieve and maintain erections, how to how to be a real man in relationship, the kind of man that women just absolutely crave even though they don't necessarily know it all the time. Uh, then you need to go to com forward slash go forward slash warrior and book a strategy call with me because I can help you be all of those things.
1: So how do you know when to ejaculate? Now that we've talked about some of the problems, the ways that you can be addicted to ejaculation, uh, talking about the idea of not ejaculating every single time. So now where do you go from there? How do you know when to ejaculate? and that's usually where people freak out they're like I don't know like how do I know that so now that you understand that your ejaculation and orgasms are two different things no ejaculation doesn't mean you won't have an orgasm you can learn to separate that you can work with Kevin to learn how to do that you can go to our online courses we can help you with that okay moving on you've got that one now, you need to choose. Sometimes you will have a sexual intercourse, whether with yourself or with a sexual activity, either with a partner or without a partner, and you won't ejaculate every single time. So the way that people can tell what is their natural is to decide that, okay, you're going to start to have a sexual activity every single day without ejaculation. There will be a day... When that day you're like, today is a day I need to come. Like not from your head, but from your body or your body is like, yeah, I need to have a good ejaculation. So let's say maybe it was four, five, six days in. What that means is that your body it naturally kind of likes to ejaculate about every four or five or six days well, it's not days, sorry, six... Yeah, yeah, it could be. Well, because you're not always having sex every day, but every four, five, six times you have sex, meaning that your natural is this. Maybe if it's three days, then that would be every three times you have sex, and it doesn't have to be so dogmatic. That's what it is, right? <laughs>
0: It's the fifth time. And by the way, sex means we're talking about masturbation practice mm-hmm. or you got a blowjob or you actually had intercourse with your partner, like sexual activity where you actually used your penis. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, for me, I basically generally assume that I'm not going to ejaculate. It's just, I just kind of like, you know, whether it's masturbation or, you know, lovemaking or blowjob Thursday or whatever, you know, um, I basically assume that I'm not going to ejaculate. But then sometimes I'm just like, you know, I just really feel like ejaculating today. And so I will. The point though is, is if you're trying to train yourself, you have to, you have to train the way you want to be more often than not. So, in other words, if you're training to make yourself last longer, let's say you trained uh, five days in a row, and for those five days you actually ejaculated early, and then on one of those days you actually held it long. Well, what are you really training yourself to do at that point? Well, ejaculate early. So the idea here is is that you need to not ejaculate more often than you ejaculate if you want to train yourself to be able to not ejaculate i mean it's kind of common sense i would i would think <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i also want to bring out the point that you mentioned earlier that ejaculating feels good is good for the body like a good ejaculation liberates the energy in the body it frees you up. like makes you like so much lighter and supercharged when it's a good ejaculation and when it's a intentional ejaculation instead of a default response
0: yeah and you know we really have to talk about the energetic difference between ejaculating quickly and taking the time to build the energy that's really important I've had this conversation with so many people and I've had this conversation about ejaculation with a bunch of other professionals in the field. Some of them get it and some of them don't. You know, some of them will tell you, it's no big deal at all. You can ejaculate every day and it's fine. I'm in my 50s and I ejaculate every single day and I had to see no reduction in energy or anything. Well, first of all, if you ejaculate every single day, no matter how much energy you're building up, you will actually be depleting your body of energy. I don't listen to what any of the other yahoos out there say. Um, it's, it's true. But how depleted you are is definitely impacted by how long you take to build the energy. So what do I mean by that? So let's say you have sex or you masturbate and within five minutes you're like, oh, that was great. I ejaculated. Okay, awesome. Awesome. You do not have enough time in that short period to build up enough energy inside your body so that when you ejaculate, there's still an excess reservoir of energy. That takes time. So if you can learn to last longer and go 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, hour long, if you can do that when you do have an ejaculation, Uh, yes, you will be releasing a certain amount of energy, but you've built a reservoir of energy that is so big that the ejaculation doesn't even come close to depleting you. And that's really the difference. So when people tell you, oh, you can can ejaculate as many times as you want, it's not going to deplete you. Only if, only if you take the time to build up that reservoir of energy before you ejaculate. And I know we've talked about this before many times. Uh, the Taoists actually have a chart based on age, right? About how many times they say you should ejaculate, and it starts with, you know, how many times, uh, you know, in a week, and then it's like how many times in a month, and then it's like, you know, it, it gets to the point where as you get older, they're like, you should never ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: they don't. They never go to never, No, that's rarely.
0: True. Yeah, yeah, but it's like twice a year or so. <laughs> yeah, and they're very
1: big on moving energy and circulating the energy, and this is really what that piece that you're talking about when we talk about optimizing your ejaculation, meaning that you got to learn that your body can be supercharged with sexual energy. And sexual energy is not just trapped in your genitals, uh, where most people always experience everything, but you can learn to move the energy the way that it usually goes is up the spine, down into the head, down to the front of the body and into the belly. And once you start to do that, that's when you are able to, what we say, like move energy to feel things more and to not just have all the sensation in one spot, but then you can experience full body orgasms, full body sensations. And that's how you that's in in a short uh, description how you do it. Uh, There's a little bit more to it, of course, uh, but if you have that idea and understanding, that's that. And then, of course, we can help you get there.
0: Yeah, so one of the big keys to learning how to control your ejaculation is learning how to move that energy through your body. And I can't tell you how many men I've talked to who tell me they want to last longer, (laughs) and then they describe to me their experience and I'm just like, they're literally doing everything wrong. And then I tried to explain to them, okay, here's what's happening. And they go, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. Like the the classic example that comes up all the time is this. You know, some guy will tell me, well, yeah, you know, I, I watch a lot of porn and, and, you know, then I masturbate to it and then, you know, I ejaculate pretty quickly. And, you know, I don't know, like, I just feel like, like the energy just builds up so much that I can't, I can't contain it. Like I want to, I try to, but it's just too overwhelming and then I ejaculate, right? That's, that's what I hear from a lot of men. So I go, okay, well, what sounds like is happening is you are building up energy in your lower chakras, first and second, that's great, but it's stuck there. It's literally stuck there. It doesn't go anywhere else throughout the body. And as it grows... If, if you're not moving it through, giving it someplace else to go, then it has to explode out somewhere. So then, of course, I say, okay, well, here's what's going on. And then we start digging into what could possibly be blocking that energy from moving, right? And, you know, depending on which, you know, I'm going to get a little bit esoteric here. If you're not familiar with the concept of chakras, you know, the first and second chakras being um, your sex centers, depending on which system you follow. But anyway, the third one that comes after that is your solar plexus, which is your power, your confidence, your who you are, your self-worth, all that kind of stuff, right? Almost every single time I have a conversation with a guy who tells me the energy just builds up and it's, and, it's, and then he just explodes, there's always some sort of self-worth, confidence, something or other that's blocking in that in that solar plexus chakra. So you don't have to care about chakras. You don't have to know anything about it, but it's just an example of something that we see often. So then we have to start digging into, okay, what's going on in your life? Where do you not feel, you know, strong, confident, capable, you know, and there's just layer after layer of stuff that can get in the way there.
1: It's not something that gets accomplished in in one day or in one week. And same when you start to change how you approach your ejaculation. Um, We hope that today's show was inspiring for you to start to see that there's more to your sexuality than the Uh, regular just get aroused and a little friction and the ejaculation, that once you understand that ejaculation is not the end goal and you want to focus more on increasing the energy in your body, increasing your life force, moving it so that you can start to use sex to feel better about yourself and in your body, it transforms then how you do sex also. And think of it that your body is like a battery. And so instead of depleting yourself through your sexuality and ejaculating without giving it any thoughts, you can learn to choose when and if and how and use that energy to become more strong, to be uplifted, to recharge that battery. And that is a different type of sex. And that's something that's so much more interesting, especially as you've been in a relationship for longer, because then it changes how you do sex. It makes sex so much more interesting, so much more appealing for women when she doesn't have to Herself have an orgasm, she doesn't have to make you come. You guys can focus on being together and the quality of the energy that's being exchanged.
0: Yeah, and when you can take her long enough through the lovemaking experience for her to finally be able to relax, access her own orgasm, you know, we're talking 30, 40 minutes, maybe an hour before she can really get there. And if you can't hang in there that long, that's a problem. So, If by now, at this point in the show, you're still sitting there going, but why would you want to do that? (laughs) Then you absolutely need to rewind, (laughs) listen to this again, and then probably reach out to one of us or both of us because you need help. (laughs) You really do. If we haven't made it abundantly clear, Why this is so important to your sex life, I'm not sure what else to say at this point.
1: And if we've inspired you, we suggest and dare you to go for it for a little bit. Try next time that you are active sexually to not come and see how you feel and go from there.
0: Yeah, and and if you need help, of course, you can reach out to us. You can also check out uh, our Power Mastery programs, our Master Your Ejaculation program, and our Sexual Mastery programs. Both focus on this. There's great information in there. I'm telling you, it will transform your sex life and therefore transform the rest of your life as well.
1: There you have it, dear listeners. Thank you so much for listening to today. This is all the time we've got, and we will see you next week.
0: We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab Podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends.
1: And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at celineremycom forward slash vault. That's celinerem ycom forward slash vault.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: And remember, you're amazing.